Winning Wednesday with Dr. Hancock, how to win through fasting, praying, um, your spiritual eyes and ears open to what the Holy Spirit is saying. There are so many times, let's, there are so many times that we expect certain things, but we don't position for them. So first, let's define fasting. Fasting is humbling ourselves before God and abstaining from food or drinks for a certain time or certain reasons. You know, holy to just get everything out what's in our spirit to slow the pace down. And then we want to define praying, conversing with God, the intercourse of the soul with God. Oh my God. And then when you're talking about a soul, it's a creature that breathes. So you got to realize that God designed us for him. He designed so that we can have fellowship with him. But what happens is we are born into this world of iniquity in Psalms 51. And then based on what our parents teach us and what we pick up from the environment, we either move toward God or away from God. It's just so many reasons and things to distract us and keep us from God. So define relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, one of the things that the word says that do not be unequally yoked. In other words, your belief level with the person that you are with um, should be the same. And you should be able to discuss that. You should be able to really understand one another and have these conversations that bring, bring unity, bring understanding and clarity in any given situation. So when we're talking about fasting, fasting is used to strengthen. In Ezra 8 and 23, it talks about that. So when you got to make sure that you are strengthening your spirit, anytime you pull away from food, then you are strengthening your spirit. If you can't pull away from the table, I'm telling you, I venture to say that your carnal man is taking advantage of you. And you have to make sure that you put everything in subjection under the Holy Spirit. And that's the whole purpose is to allow us to focus on things of the spirit to get in um, right relationship with God and to really hear what God is saying. We got to really hear what he's saying, especially in this season of our lives because of all that's going on. But when you fast, it causes you to draw back. It causes you not to look at things like you normally would. It causes you not to focus on those things. Why? Because we are fasting. We are, um, we are putting out our flesh under subjection. Um, Ezra 8, 23 says, so we fasted and petitioned our God about this and he answered our prayers. So sometimes you always hear people say, well, if you really, really want God to do something, then fast about it. You got to pull away and, and you allow the Holy Spirit and yourself to realize that you are serious. We are so much more resilient than we could ever think because that's how God made us. He made us that way. Okay. We, we, for fasting, we seeking God's purpose um, and guidance. You, we are really seeking his purpose and guidance. And when you are seeking his purpose and guidance, it changes everything in your life. It doesn't matter what is is that we want to do when we are seeking God's purpose in our life. Sometimes things are going to be uncomfortable, but we do it anyway. Why? Because it's the leading of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit doesn't necessarily lead us where we want to go, but where we need to go. Okay? Judges 20 and 26 says, Then all the Israelites, the whole army, went up to Bethel. 
And they sat weeping before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening and presented burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to the Lord. You guys, you realize that as you fast and as we fast and spend time before God, it allows us to get in tune with what God is saying. And when we get in tune with what God is saying, it changes everything. It expresses grief. Think about it. When you are grieving, you fast from what it is you normally do. Um, that's First Samuel 31 and 13. To seek deliverance and protection. You have to know that the safest place is in the word of God. You know, Psalm 91 telling us about abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. You have to make sure you know where you are. You, you have to know that how you feel is connected to everything that's going on in your life. And the reason why we do the things we do. But when you fast and you pull away from food and you, you do what and hear what and, and seek what God is saying, it changes everything. It says, seek God and you will find him. Deuteronomy 24 and 29. It, it, it changes everything. If you want God, you will find him to express repentance and return to God. 1 Samuel 7, 7 and 6. Think about it. And this is the thing that the enemy always try to make us think that God will never. When we sin, God will never forgive us. But listen, on this winning Wednesday, I'm telling you, God will forgive us. We just have to put it in perspective. The enemy's job is to make sure he keep us away from God. But when we can focus on what the word of God is saying, and regardless of how we feel, it changes everything. To humble oneself before God. 1 Kings 21, 27 through 29. What good is it if someone would gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What can we give in exchange for our soul? You guys, keep in mind, everything that we have on this earth, God designed it so we can enjoy it. But he didn't design it and gave it to us so we can replace it with him or replace him with it. It's designed so that we can enjoy it as we seek and please God. Okay. Um, to minister to the needs of others. Isaiah 58, 3 through 7. Isaiah 58. Okay, when we talk about the fasting piece, we all we all know about that. I think at one time or another, all of us have fasted. Um, if you come from the church like we come from, that was a weekly thing. And then we got into the habit of where we spent time with God and we fasted because it was what we needed to do to hear what God is saying. And when we hear what God is saying, then we begin to make a, make adjustments to our life so that we can fully hear and fully move forth in the promises of God. And the famous um, fasting scripture, Isaiah 58, three through seven says, why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen it. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ending, quarreling and strife. Y'all, this is not fasting. It's not fasting at all. Um, let's jump up to verse 6. It says, is this not 
the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. This is this is the, the epitome of fasting. But you got to keep in mind, you can't just fast. You got to do what the word of God says. So since you would have eaten, then now you got to go find somebody else to feed. Maybe it's a meal you need to take for someone. Maybe it's you want to feed the people that are homeless. Whatever the case may be, you have to make sure you do what God is saying. To overcome temptation and dedicate yourself to God. Matthew 4, 1 through 11. It's just so many times and so many things that is there just really to distract us. But if you really want to dedicate yourself to God, I'm telling you, take some time to fast. Take some time to get away of all the things that's going on um, in the world. Because, again, keep in mind the enemy want to distract us so that we never come into the full realization of what God is saying. Because when we come and we know what God is saying, it changes everything. It changes everything. Okay? Uh, Matthew 4 1 through 11, you can read, but I'm only going to read a couple of them. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands. So you will not strike your foot against a stone. Y'all the tempter, the enemy, the devil, it is it, always been the same thing since he was thrown out of heaven. It's always been the same thing to make sure that anything that he can do to get us on his side that he'll do it to express love and worship of God. The word of God tells us that those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You, you have to know. And in order to receive everything God has for you, then we got to get in fellowship with him. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. It changes everything when you become one. Even when you are feeling um, disappointed, but you can talk to the Holy Spirit about your disappointment and you will allow him to minister to that place in your life so that you can recognize why you feel what you feel so that you can still receive what God has for you. It's not that you can't receive or we can't receive what God has for us. It's just that we go out there and we don't use and we don't talk to the Holy Spirit, which is the one that guides us. And we just stay out there. And because we are free moral agents, unless we invite him in, he's not going to come in. So when we are praying and conversing with God, keep in mind that prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue where we have a conversation with God, where we are 
listening to what he's saying and he's listening to us and i'm telling you you're doing that that meshing of that soul to god you bearing all before him naked and unashamed because you know that he's the one that can take it and make it into what it needed to be so you can win through fasting and prayer it keeps us in the eyes of our understanding will totally be enlightened as god began to just really lead us through the word of god you, you have to make sure that you are humbled under the mighty hand of God. Because if you humble yourself, you know that the Holy Spirit is going to guide you to everything that God is already saying that we can have. You, you, you got to know that. He, his interest, his interest, he has such interest in us. I mean, think about it. He knows the very hair on our head. Come on, y'all. Come on now. Who does that besides our father? <laughs> he does that. He does that because he's concerned about all of us, not just part of us. See, so many times we compartmentalize God and we think that God is not concerned about everything we're concerned about. He's concerned about everything we're concerned about. We just have to align ourselves with the word of God and hear what he's saying. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock, we need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.